0: Welcome to the Make the Future podcast. I'm your host, Jacques Bove, Dean of the Faculty of Engineering at the University of Ottawa. Join me as I connect with our alumni, students, industry partners, and researchers to explore the future of technology and innovation and how, through creativity and collaboration, we can make our own future.
1: They say the future is coming, but that's not true. The future is already here. And it's relentless. It's not going to wait for you to catch up. How will we live in this future? How will we make sense of it? To define our course, we need a new perspective. One that engages our curiosity. That activates our imagination one that defies the conventional to own the future we need to do more than just see it we need to make it
0: today we're back at the university of ottawa for an episode dedicated to the faculty of engineering's design day this is an amazing event which showcases engineering design projects and celebrates the achievements of our students Last year, this is where the STEAM art project that we heard about in a previous podcast was initially started. As Sarah Hodgson and Devance Shaw told us, this was an extremely challenging and rewarding experience, and we had new STEAM projects being presented again today. In this episode of the podcast, we'll be meeting with two teams that are taking part in Design Day, as well as one of our judges, making the format a bit different since we recorded each discussion individually. Our first discussion will be with the fall collection team. Manit Ginoya, Andre-Marie kabeya Michindu, Karim Risk, and Vanessa Zikova will be chatting about their project in the Enabling Technologies for Healthcare theme using an IoT approach and the challenges they face during the semester. So we're in the Maker Lab this morning trying to talk to one of the group of students working on a project, all in preparation for this week's design day. So four days left, 96 hours left before you're all ready and showing up at design day. Can you guys introduce yourselves?
2: Certainly. My name is Manet. Um, I'm in my last year in electrical
3: engineering computer technology. Okay. Well, my name is Karim and I'm in first year of biotechnology.
4: My name is Andre. I'm a first year software engineer. My name is
5: Vanessa and I'm an electrical engineer and computer first
4: year. So you're from all kinds
0: of different backgrounds. So what's so the jacket, not the jacket, the sweater left on the table is not actually somebody who's left their sweater on the table, right? That's the project.
2: So what is the name of the project? Uh, so we, we're calling ourselves the Fall Collection. Um, it's, a, it's a play on the word uh, fall, which uh, we'll get to, but, and collection, which is a fashion sort of, you know, we'll have multiple... Series of clothing uh, which detect falls. Okay. Um, and so this sen- this jacket is actually or sweater. Sorry. Now you're getting me. Saying, I'm uh, getting you confused. Yeah, I'm Sorry. The it's sweater my fault. is uh, augmented with impact sensors which will uh, record when a particular part of the body has been hit. Okay. Uh, and based on a network of these sensors, we, sensors we might be able to tell, we might be able to cleverly tell if there's been a fall of some sort, like a tumble, a slip. Okay. Uh, and different types of balls as well. So, what brought the four of you yeah. together to work on the project?
3: Uh, I'm actually not sure. I Do you, you guys remember? I think it was just uh, we were in the class, and okay. I think me and him first were on the team, and then we just we were sitting together. So, we said, okay, let's be here. Okay. <laughs> it was random. <laughs> okay.
0: And was the topic something that you got to choose, or was it uh, part of the course already?
5: Well, as part of the course, we have to work on something related to accessibility. Okay. And there were different uh, topics to, from which we could choose from. Okay. And as a team, we decided to work on fall detection.
0: Which is a really important topic today. In, uh, in, uh, with the, the, the change in the demographic of the population, it's become a really hot topic. Now, I know of all kinds of different people who are working on different ways of fall detection. How does your, what kind of technology are you using in yours?
2: Yeah, so uh, as I mentioned, we're using a a network of sensors, and these sensors are uh, primarily just piezoelectric disks. Okay. Uh, And so when uh, the way that works is when the uh, the disk is hit, it will create a change in resistance in the ceramic that's on there, and that resistance is measured by an onboard small computing unit, uh, which will do all the computations and then send that data via radio. Uh, over to a base unit, which, uh, for example, a caregiver could have access to. Okay. Uh, and, you know, potentially look at that data and see, oh, what's going on with my patient, or what's going on with my mom. Okay. Um,
4: how many sensors do you have in the sweater? We currently have four sensors. Okay. And in the future, we're planning on having more than four okay. to have the full sweater. Okay. So to have okay. a full implementation. Are they distributed, or are they on one side, or how did you set it up? So far, we put all the sensors on one side. Okay. So the left side, mostly. And in the future, we're planning on having the exact same setup on the right side as Do well. They,
0: does it just measure contact or does it keep measuring depending if someone is lying on the ground and
2: uh... How does it work? It measures impact. It measures impact. Yeah. Measures so impact. Uh, okay. it's, it's when there's a big change in okay. force, uh, that's when it happens. So it's dynamic measurement. Exactly. Oh, yeah. Okay.
0: Um, so you're trying to guess what that would look like for somebody who's falling. Yeah.
2: And, and this is actually really interesting because we looked at a lot of research, like you mentioned, there's a lot of people working on this and there's specific spots on the body that are much more likely to get hit in yeah. certain different types of falls. So we okay. can use that information or leverage different types of research to, uh, Put into our algorithms to figure out if someone has actually fallen, or for example, someone has just patted you on the back or something like that. As well.
0: So that's actually something that came out from the meetings we had with the designers for Shopify, the designers for UI. We did. They were consistently talking about research. So you looked at what was the basic knowledge about uh, falls, I guess, from what you've been saying. Did you speak with some people? Did you go talk to some potential clients or or? How, where are you along the,
2: the development process? Right, so we actually were talking to our uh, client at uh, St. Vincent uh, Hospital. Okay. His name is Bokar. We, uh, for this class, we worked with him to develop this project. So he, he told us all the What's certain, his role? Um, I, I'm a, actually not, he, he's a technologist at okay. the hospital. So he works on you know, maintaining the systems there. Um, and uh, so he, he, he took us through you know, what the need is for his specific uh, patients. Um, okay. And uh, from there, we actually, you know, we, we did the research online, so we didn't speak to any other researchers, but mm-hmm. we did read their uh, okay. articles and papers and conference proceedings.
0: Any surprises when you talked to uh, the gentleman from uh, St. Vincent's?
2: Or was it as you expected, as you were guessing? I, I mean, I think there were definitely some surprises in terms of, uh, for, for example, they were saying, it, you know, it's not just in the hospital that we care about, it's, it's also like anywhere these uh, uh, you know patients would go maybe they, they want to take a walk outside uh, and we can't have the staff with them at all times they, okay. they're allowed to do that with if they don't have uh, if they have like the mobility criteria mm-hmm. they're allowed to do that so uh, and then some some patients actually go home to their families at home and perhaps that's also a, a use case so we, we learned more I think on the use case side the technology side I think we were uh, aware of like potentially what we could use and what we couldn't use, but uh, the the use cases were really surprisingly.
0: So, what are you using for the communication right now?
3: It's radio communication.
0: It's radio communication. Yes. Okay, so it's not Bluetooth or. or no. So, so it gives you a fairly good distance then. Yeah. Yes. What's the
2: distance? Uh,
0: between the base and the, yeah, the sweater.
2: So I think the distance right now could be about uh, fifty to seventy meters. Okay. It's not. It's, it's pretty good. It, we have tested it down this hallway. I don't know what the length of this uh, hallway in the STEM complex is, but it's, it can work down there. So okay. um, in a hospital setting, I imagine it would be able to get to like a base nurses station. How about
0: uh, working as a team? So you were sitting next to each other when you started the semester.
2: Was that a good plan?
3: I think so. <laughs>
2: yeah, I, think so definitely. <laughs> I mean, we like each other, I think. Yeah. <laughs> this, this is the big test right yeah, Exactly. <laughs> yeah. but I think we worked, worked very well together. We had a very diverse set of skills when okay. we came into this, and um, I think everyone learned something as well. So. Is,
0: is it working? Or are you still rushing towards the design day to try to get everything
4: together and functional? It's, it's working okay. currently. Everything works just as we expected it to be. Okay. So, so far, we're pretty good. Okay. I'd say we're pretty decent. Okay. Just make sure it doesn't break before they <laughs> Well, it is a contact, an yeah. impact,
0: so you have to be careful, I guess. Yeah. But how, how do you test it?
2: Yeah, that's a good question. Um, I, I think there's. Uh, Nobody got hurt? No, no one got hurt. <laughs> um, so, these, uh, these sensors are, the, the disc themselves are very sensitive. So okay. Uh, uh, even if it's not a very heavy hit, you'll Just still you'll still get uh, get the the signal. Um, so we could you know put a mat on the floor and pretend okay. to fall. You could you could do that. Uh, we looked at some videos actually online about um, different fall mechanisms. Okay. We tried to emulate those uh, only on one side, right? Since we only have the sensor set up on one side. Okay. Uh, but that's how we tested it so far. Um, I think our biggest issue with uh, that is the connection that we have between the the jacket and the and sort of the, the main computing unit is not the best connection, so okay. that's so something that we can potentially change. So you've got the connector at the, at yeah, the bottom that's there, correct?
0: And that connects into to here. That, yeah. that that connector over there. You can yeah. see it's
2: very flimsy right now, but uh, we can get our hands on terminal blocks. But it's a proof of concept. Yeah, it's right? Proof of concept.
0: What about the signal itself? Is it? I mean, you're going to detect impacts on different parts of the of the body with that how do you analyze that? Or, or, are you just trying to do the proof of concept of the technology at this stage that you can detect or are you looking to do some signal analysis to find out whether somebody's actually following it?
5: Well, we started developing that Okay. in the coding stage, uh, stages. Yeah. So uh, let's say the threshold for the, for the impact is 2 volts two, two okay. so um, anything above that is considered a fall. Okay. Or anything below that is um, just a normal station.
0: Are you using it, are you therefore using a the sweater in terms of sensor by sensor or are you looking at an overall pattern? We're looking at
2: the overall pattern for okay. sure. Okay. Like the, the, the reason this, this product would work really well is due to further improvements on the algorithms that we use right, and looking at the entire network of sensors. okay, uh, Because you can imagine, right, I can get an impact on my arm from just like someone saying, yeah. oh, hey, how are you? Can you brush yeah, you wall, can brush or... against the wall. Yeah, uh, you can brush against the wall. And that's not as good, but uh, the, the really cool thing is with the, all the research again, uh, they've, they've seen where you fall and how okay. you fall and we can leverage that to put into our algorithms.
0: Okay. So what were the difficulties or the big challenges in the
2: project? <laughs> good question. Um, I think, Kareem, you want to talk about soldering? Oh, yeah. Well, Even
3: soldering is a challenge. Oh, yeah, yeah, because first of all, before I came to this class, I didn't know how to solder. Okay. So I had to learn how to solder and stuff like this. Base training. Helped me. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it was a little bit challenging because sometimes you have it's so small here yeah. on the chip. So sometimes you have to put more than three connection but they don't have to touch so it has to be a really specific and really precise okay so this was my biggest challenge i think so and i think for all of us <laughs> Okay. Yeah. Yeah. So, so so you were the soldering guy after that yeah yeah <laughs> what about you two did
4: you have particular challenges along the way mm, i think for me it was mainly to learn how to use their 3D printer, because okay. I've never done it before, okay. never used it before, being able to input a bunch of specific set of data, and in order to have to have a specific object, to have it printed the way you want it to yeah. be. To scale
0: and the dimensions yes. and all that.
4: And yeah. sometimes it doesn't actually do what you want, so you have to always go back and then check it, and then be like, okay, it's working, okay. I can move on.
0: Okay. What about team challenges those are technical challenges but did you did you did you have a team that that came together and work well as a team or did you did you learn some things or have challenges from, on that side
2: yeah i mean i i like this team i love this team yeah. okay. um i think we will yeah I, I think we work really well together in terms of student teams in general though we always have other exams and other you know assignments to do so it's always challenging to yeah. Say hey, we're going to meet at this day, or we're going to try to get this done by this this time. Well, especially since you're
0: not all in the same program. Exactly, you didn't have agendas that coincided. Right. Yeah. Okay. Well, that's pretty good. Now that you've got the sweater, you've got the electronics, you've done some testing. Do you go back to Saint-Vincent and try it, show it off to them, or is the demonstration on Design Day? What happens now in terms of the technology?
2: Yeah, I think um, I think. our representative from Saint-Pensat is going to come into uh, to Design Day okay. or or into one of our lectures or one okay. of our lab sessions. Um, so to, we so will close s- the loop with you again and determine yeah. how whether Correct.
0: it meets the, the yeah. requirements. Okay. Yeah. Are you happy with it? Are there things you would change?
2: Yeah, I change that connector. You changed the yeah. connector. That's for sure. But it's I mean that
0: that's just your standard proof of concept connector. You make it easy. You don't want to invest in the big connector yeah, exactly, and all of that. Yeah, uh, exactly. So, I gather it's been touching. Yeah. yeah. It's, it's okay. It's really <laughs> 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 Anything else you'd change?
2: Um. Yeah, I, I, in it's terms uh, of the build quality definitely, yeah. um, uh, I, I like the algorithms that were gonna do that they're not completed yet in terms of like having the full functionality I think that's definitely something we're looking to yeah. change before design day Okay. Radio um, connection. yeah Sorry? The, like
3: in the future better radio connection okay. yeah if we could get uh,
2: Wi-Fi actually on these yeah, rather than radio well. we can directly. well the radio advantage to
0: your yeah. Wi-Fi I guess is that the person could
2: go home could anywhere be exactly. provided they're connected yeah. on the internet and exactly. so they'll be monitored. Yeah. right so that's another thing uh, okay. Well, that battery uh, that battery clip is just uh, the one that we could find. Okay. Um, it, ideally it would be a little bit smaller and uh, uh, prob- possibly rechargeable so okay. you would not have to you know replace the batteries every time. Okay. Um, I don't know anything else? That's so pretty good.
6: Good. Yeah. So There's I, always room for improvement. Yeah, yes.
2: There is. You.
0: Um, so you're looking forward to hearing from your your client if you will. To be able to. Did you meet him only at the beginning? You went off and you're meeting him again
2: uh, nope. Design day, or there were more meetings. There were, there were three meetings in okay. total uh, before this one, and so okay. this will be the fourth, I guess. The okay. final one. Uh, and at each meeting, we kind of you know just made sure that he was uh, on uh, on board with uh, what we were doing, or at least he knew what we were doing, and we try to explain the technology to him. He try to explain more of the needs, like yep. trying to see if the, the technology would fit the needs, uh, and eventually, you know, we we converge to a uh, okay. to a solution that worked both in terms of finances and technology. So. If
0: I summarize, you had a real real world application, a real problem you're trying to monitor. You have your customer, you relied on research to try to understand what the best information is that you had, did some back and forth with your customer, you're from different sectors so you're all bringing in contributions. Some of you learned new sectors like soldering and 3D printing (laughs) but you were able to share the expertise and now you've got 96 hours to make sure everything is finished before design day. Sounds is like that fair summary. enough? Yeah, definitely. Good. Well, thank you very much for taking the time to talking about your project. Thank you for thank talking to us. <laughs> All right. I hope you enjoyed our first discussion. Our second team includes Lawrence Caritas, Chris Hamilton, Sarah Haley, Stephen Huang, Oren Gulli, Taylor Stevenson, and Zen Trossi. We'll chat about how they built their civil engineering project and what they thought of the experience. So, you're the second team we wanted to talk to you about your project, your design project this semester. So, how about you introduce yourselves?
7: Okay. Uh, I'll go first. Uh, my name is Chris Hamilton. Um, I'm actually returning to university after working for close to six to eight years. Um, first year civil engineering, and I used to work a lot of construction, so I figured this would be a good fit. Okay.
5: Uh, my name is Stephen Poyne. I'm an electrical engineer. And I actually enjoy construction like, work, so that's why I sent. First what year thing. are you in? First year. First year. You? I'm Lawrence Carretas, and I'm a first year civil engineering student. Okay. And uh, I'm really into uh, construction and uh, building stuff, so that's why I'm here.
3: Okay.
0: I'm Taylor Stevenson. I'm in my first year of civil engineering.
7: Uh, I joined civil engineering because I enjoy math and physics.
1: And you? I'm Orin Munguli and I'm a first year civil engineer as well and um, I am in civil engineering because I really love um, buildings and structures and I also haven't really had the opportunity to work with it so I really wanted to get hands down. Okay, that's good. You? Um, I'm Sarah Haley, uh, first year civil engineering
6: student, uh, hoping to go down the structural route so um, the project was a good fit for what I into doing. Okay. And you? And yeah, my name is Zen Trozi and I'm an electrical engineer and uh, physics. Um, and so studied, that's the joint program, yeah. electrical engineering and physics. Okay. Yeah, yeah. And I've always enjoyed working with my hands and doing construction like, on my house okay. with my dad. So it's pretty nice to actually be able to do that in a city environment now. Yeah. Have a chance to work on some more physical things because there's a lot of like circuitry in my program. Right. So most
0: of you are civil engineering, you had a couple of outsiders. And and a really good guy who's also studying physics at the same time. So a, I'll find that. So, um, how did you actually meet and form the team? I mean, I'm assuming you're doing this in the course of, of in the context of one of your courses. Yeah. Which one is it?
7: Uh, engineering design. Yeah. Yeah. And, yeah. That's GNG. Yeah,
6: yeah. and 1103. Three. Yeah. but how did you form so the met, team? We met in our uh, Maker Space Lab. Okay. And I think that everyone had the same interests in construction, so we kind of formed based on that.
5: Okay.
1: Um, uh, it was basically our um, T A and P M who told us to separate ourselves into groups initially. Yeah. And they told us like, whoever wants to be in the construction team, get to one side. So we okay. all got to one side. That's all. So the construction
0: about. is your 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 nexus, the the, the point of of. Common interest. Yes. yes, yes. <laughs> yeah. Yes, I figure okay.
7: civil engineers kind of flock towards yeah. the building, <laughs> <laughs> which <laughs> is good. So
0: tell me about the project. What's the project?
7: Okay, so it's a modular design for shelters for women who've undergone domestic violence. So we build two foot by eight foot panels that basically can be put together by anybody, uh, including volunteers. Just need someone with a little bit of background knowledge and. Um, yeah, it's basically just to save money for that organization.
0: Okay. So you have a client. Yeah. Who's your client?
7: Does anyone remember her name? But it's a person, it's
0: not an organization.
7: Yeah, well it's, it's a person. It's, 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 it's represents yeah.
6: Yeah. Yeah. Or we'll like like shelter
3: you. organization.
0: Okay. Yeah. Okay. And you've you've met her. Yes. yes. More yeah. than yeah. once or just yeah, once, once? Yeah. Three times now? It's three times during I mean, the semester. Yeah. So when you meet her, you talk about where you're going and you sort of check or how does that, what, what's the goal of your
1: interactions?
7: Yeah, so we're supposed to get feedback from her on the design, yeah. but uh, unfortunately she's not exactly uh, too knowledgeable in the construction yeah. aspect. So that's so what you guys are bringing in. Yeah, it's more us just filling her in what okay. we're doing. Okay. And then, um, so it's kind of us and the, the professor have taken over the project. But the she's
0: describing what the need is. Yes. Yes. yes, yes. Okay.
5: Like what she wants and like the process and how like she thinks it looks.
1: Yeah, we shown her time.
5: and she's
0: good with it till now mm-hmm. so why a modular shelter i would have thought that the shelters were a building somewhere that's being designated as a shelter what what do they why do they want a modular shelter what's the interest
6: of that i think it's in the like uh, interest of like saving time when you like provide housing for a lot of people Okay, they can just set these up outside basically and have washrooms that they can use but they yeah. the yeah. people can there.
7: Yeah, and they don't have to dig foundations, they can throw multiple ones up on the same lot okay. basically. Okay. So it's about speed because they're always running out of shelters. So you
0: can set it up quickly and adapt
7: to the demand
3: that they have at level. Yeah, that they yeah. Also,
7: and it, It's hard to find tradespeople nowadays.
1: Something too. that the client mentioned
6: is one of the actual shelters, like one of the larger buildings, was closing down due to the lot of the funding. So they're okay. looking for something more like cost efficient that they could move around. Okay. Um just so that they could place it like wherever they find like safe for the people using the shelters okay and how
0: how big a structure is that this is is it a four-season shelter is it a three-season shelter what kind of shelter is it it's built so that it can be used all year round okay Um, otherwise they'd have uh, people moving all the time and
6: it would just get very ineffective for the people who are living there I think at this point that we're not going to have it insulated for the design day. But it's
0: insulatable. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Yes. Okay, so the design takes that into account that you could yes. have it a four-season shelter. Yes. Oh yeah, if we have more time and money,
7: we'd yeah. have a great shed for you. Okay. This <laughs>
5: actually have a lot of- yeah, like All right. the, the shed is basically just so like they have a place to stay while they look for a permanent place. Right. So this is more just like a temporary home for them, right? Yeah. Just to last like at least a year. Yeah, a at least a year. That's a pretty long time ago. Yeah. So-
0: has It increases the requirements of what you need to put up. Needs to last wind, rain, snow, the whole kit, and ice, and all that. So, what are the electrical engineers bringing to the project? What are you bringing to that? Um,
5: the electrical engineers are. Right. Uh, so there are a lot of different things that they're going to put in, in there, but mainly uh, the most important one would be the solar power, for solar panels so that they can run the, the shed and uh, have there be running electricity and heat for okay. the people who are in the... So it's meant to be energy self-sufficient. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Well, that's pretty cool.
0: So what's been the biggest challenge?
7: Um, making... He wants all the shelters to be able to put together yeah. right which is actually when you come down to it building them out of little panels and then taking them apart and putting them together that's a tough design so it's, so, it's
6: the integration that's tough exactly yeah. to be able to it's flexibility it's in the flexibility and the roof. integration sorry it's especially it's with the, the, roof. It's it's with the, the
0: roof. roof okay yeah, yeah because it's, the roof. it's hard to make times. like a
6: nice looking roof for three sheds that you put together mm-hmm. from panels that were yeah
7: three. because the bigger you make uh footprint, right, right? The higher the roof has to go, yeah. So it's it's a difficult design. And then it messes sure. with
1: the design criteria. Then, mm-hmm.
7: yeah. Yeah. and you're trying to put
0: solar panels on yes, it and and, yeah. and and adapt to that. Okay, that's why I mean,
7: the project ambitious. <laughs> <laughs> well,
0: what about the client? Was the, was the client ambitious? Did you feel um, that at any
5: time?
7: She I'm honestly sure. just wanted like shelter. Yeah,
0: like and yeah. I just wanted to meet the standards. Okay.
5: Yeah. Exactly.
0: Okay. And then are they are the standards? Challenging or with respect to what your design was they're not they're not
5: really an issue It's not too bad. It's just okay. like the issue is uh, we only have a limited amount of like space we're allowed to build this Okay, yeah, so we're building a prototype and we have to make a plan to explain how it would function on a bigger scale
0: mm-hmm. Okay So you all wanted to do construction projects. So does it feel like a construction project? Oh yeah. 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 <laughs> well, you're, you're, you're the guy with experience too. And was it up to what you were expecting? Yeah.
3: It's yeah. not bad. Yeah. Like a I good think, okay. yes,
1: we did a lot. Like yeah. Compared compared to other groups, I think we did a lot of construction. So I okay. could say that like, we've had a lot of like experience through okay. this project. Was it worth
0: doing? Did you, were you, you satisfied with what you come it's, up with? Yeah, I think it was a
7: fun
6: project. It, it was a fun project? Did, yeah. yeah, I had a great time. I do, yeah. okay.
5: So I is, do it again too.
0: Yeah. Is your customer coming on Friday on design day or you don't I've, know?
1: We haven't heard of it. I'm not
0: sure. sure. I'm not sure.
1: I have a feeling she would though.
6: Yeah. I'm pretty sure the prof invites the client yeah. and then it's up to her. Depends on. Yeah. So did you have
0: to do any, any background research in terms of trying to put that together? How did that go? Or did you just design I mean, from scratch or did you have to find out? Like you talked about the the standards and all that. Did you have to try and find them and adapt to that or?
7: I think I knew a lot of the background. Okay. So that helped. Yeah. yeah. So
0: So you brought in the know-how about what those standards were. Basically, yeah. Basically paved the way for us. Yeah. Anything failed along the way? Uh, Any surprise? I mean, yes,
6: right?
5: (laughs) (laughs) Not
0: really fail,
5: not fail, but like a lot of surprises. Yes. Yes. Oh yeah, there were some design changes. Design changes, like a lot of it. Yeah.
7: Okay.
0: And how did you make those design changes? Did you turn towards your team leader, or did you have like uh, group discussions, or how did you change the design? I think they
7: were more budget and time based. Okay. Um, for the prototype. Okay but uh so yeah, meet the
0: deadlines meet the budget and all of that yeah our Croft
7: was kind of the gatekeeper there okay because he he handled the money and the materials okay yeah
0: so that was your you right the gatekeeper yeah. okay <laughs> so satisfied would you do it what would you do different
5: if we had a chance Probably would have done it on a bigger scale. Okay. Because, but the problem is, it was in the middle of winter, so we couldn't do it outside. And we had to do it inside, And because of the restrictions of size and area, we had to. Like,
0: so it would actually have made your life easier to have a larger module that you were working yes. on? Yes. Okay. Yeah, that'd be cool. Yeah? All right. I mm-hmm. So thank you very much. Gives a good idea of the project you did. We're going to all see these projects on uh, on Friday, yeah. I guess, and look at the structures. Thank you to all of you. Thank,
5: Thank you. Baby. Thank you for
0: having us. So today we're, we're, we're just after the judging from Design Day and I'm actually sitting down with one of our judges who's Michel, uh, who's Mitch Bouchard, who is actually a 2001 alumni from Mechanical Engineering Department and he's the secretary treasurer for General Bearing Service, a company founded by his grandfather, Ernest Bouchard, in 1946. So thank you for joining us, Mitch. Well, thank you for having me. So, so you're a mechanical engineer, and and I'm just curious to to find out a little bit. Are you still working as a mechanical engineer today? When I read Secretary Treasurer, I suspect
8: you're doing a lot more. That's a, that's a great uh, that's a great title. My dad, uh, when when he gave me that title, uh, he said you're going to be the Secretary Treasurer because I was the Secretary Treasurer, and okay. that was the end of that. Um, I do do a lot of uh, administrative things, and uh, but, but mechanical engineering is really where my heart is. And all of our employees, all of our customers will tell you, I'm always thinking about how to do things better mechanically. Okay, that's cool.
0: So you had a chance to see some of the projects. Um, what were some of the impressions that you had in, in talking to the students?
8: I was amazed. Uh, I mean, I graduated in 2001. It's a long time ago in my head, but... Uh, I don't think I would have been able to put together projects like this and do my studies. So, I right away I found it impressive that uh, these students seem to have a more bandwidth. Um, certainly not more time, but but maybe more ability than than I did back then. We try very
0: hard to give them a lot of tools um, in the STEM complex, bringing in all of the tools on the ground floor, from the maker space to design space, the team space. They really get a chance to to get a lot of help from the other students that are around them too. So I think that that probably helps them to increase a little bit their bandwidth. to do. The pro- They've got the passion, Absolutely. that's very clear. Yeah. They're all extremely passionate. So what about the challenges you saw today? Or uh,
8: what kind of projects did you see today? We saw uh, a, a bunch of different projects. The ones that stick out, there was a, a gripping project which um, helped pull the fingers together for people who had issues. And this reminds me of... Uh, so that was
0: in the accessibility uh, type of project? That's right. I was okay. judging
8: the accessibility okay. uh, projects. And this gripper one makes me think of my girlfriend who asks me to open every can of pickles around. And I liked how they, they strung fishing wire over pulleys and they had motors on the back of the hand. And it was very well thought out. This, these were not simple uh, simple problems and how to actuate them. And they, they worked with their clients to figure out where they had the most mobility, so they could actuate these motors. That well, was fascinating.
0: That notion of working with the clients is really fundamental to a lot of their projects because we're trying to prepare them for the mark, the job market, the real job market. I mean, you guys are constantly developing your product, pro products
8: to respond to the clients. I suspect. I would hope. Yes.
0: <laughs> how many? How many? Uh, how many people work at
8: the? About a hundred. A hundred and change, I'd say. That's a lot of people. We think so. Yeah. yeah. A lot of families. My grandfather would say we feed a lot of families. (laughs) How do you see that we could improve the type of projects that we have? I think going to people who have real problems, like you did. um, There was a wheelchair that had a lawnmower on the front, and there were light switches that could remotely be activated. I I love those challenges. And these are real challenges that real people have. Um, I think that's what I... I would keep doing. Yeah. Find, get a bank of real problems and just dole them out. Yeah. And your students are so, seem so brilliant. I. I it's a huge experience for them also when they,
0: they meet the client, they talk to them throughout the semester and then when they present to the clients we have quite a few of them who came here today and um, we see uh, actually sometimes powerful emotional reactions of the students when they actually deliver to the client something that that does what it's meant to do. So I think it's a really, it's a good experience for them. But uh, I'm glad to hear that we seem to have progressed beyond what we were doing 20 years ago. So that's a, that's a good thing.
8: I would, we certainly, when I was here, we did not have design. Well, we had a couple of design courses, but we never got to showcase what we were doing. Uh, or I certainly wasn't involved, if there was any yeah. of that. And uh, the multidisciplinary side of it, that the cooperation between different disciplines, I thought was was genius, because that's real life. That's the real life. I mean, even you, I
0: suppose, is not just all mechanical gen- engineers within the company. No, 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 no.
8: And Luckily, there's hard,
0: there aren't very many. <laughs> 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 all right, so actually, two, two thank yous to you. Thank you very much for being here, for judging today. We really appreciate the feedback you can give from your industry perspective, and thank you for joining us for a short
8: discussion for, uh, for the podcast. Thanks for having me. Looking forward to your future successes. Thank you very much.
0: Before we finish, I'd like to thank you, the listeners, for joining us for today's discussion. If you have comments or questions, please email us at genie.engineering at that's genie.engineering at uOttawa.ca, or visit us at our faculty webpage, engineering.uOttawa.ca. I also want to thank everyone who contributed to the writing, production, and editing of this podcast, including Francis-Bertrand Lafrenière, Valérie Sanson, and Carl Bournes. Salut à tous. See you next time.
1: To own the future, we need to do more than just see it. We need to make it.